previously on Myth Takes. Yes, um, you don't know me, but my name is Eve. And I'm here because I know what you are, and I know what you're probably going to do next. What's happening right now isn't our coven at, well, at least... It's not our coven in its right mind. And that brings us to the next thing that I need to explain to you. The man that you've met already, John. John is not something we have ever dealt with before. The witches from this area, not just from my coven, but from all over, most of them are now under John's control. The reason why I tell you this is that there are a lot of good people out there and, well, if it's unavoidable, I suppose, I'm just asking for you to take care and to think before you react. So her eyes and her fingers are glowing, like this really pretty color, and then it turns black, and like the black sort of like growing down her arms and she starts to like float up then there's a big boom and she just falls in the ground uh locks nothing happened to the lock but um she's like knocked out not like serious but she's like out she maybe she she, she tries to pick like a rock nearby like a rock somewhere laying next to the gate and then use it to bash the lock open natalie is still on the ground though uh, and I, that's what's the, I, I just I pick up Natalie like into the fireman care and uh, like over the, over the shoulder care. Okay, and then just make a beeline for the hospital. You're a great guy. Thanks so much for the ride. <laughs> I do have to go now, very fast. Okay. Well, let me at least just drop you off at the door, and Terry starts to drive up the hill. No, 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 no. You're good, you're good, you're good. There is a sudden and, like, very, very drastic change in the wind. You know how when you're in the ocean, before a tsunami happens, right, you feel all the water kind of rush out back to the sea, right? Oh, great. In a way, it's like that. There is this weird moment where the wind almost completely stops. And then it starts low. And then it starts to grow. And the wind comes hard. Not exactly like a cyclone. It is almost as if a giant hand is swatting. And the wind catches... Lucy and Natalie. And worse, it catches Terry's car and lifts all of you into the air. I should have used my luck! And throws you at the building. It's been... It's been two weeks since you've heard from me. (gasps) That's pretty good.
Thank you. That's pretty good. <laughs> and from the rest of my fellow cast members of Myth Takes, the Spellbound arc. So, uh, howdy, y'all. Howdy. How's it going? Uh, you know what? It's going pretty good. That's um, good. It's, it's, it's going well. It's going great, What's some good? might say. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? So, uh, look, y'all. Never mind. Here's the deal. Um, hate to say it, but this is the end of this arc. <gasps> no! Whoa. Now, of course, <laughs> of course, that means that people will be coming back uh, in future arcs and in future episodes. Dang it. Um, but I think that for quite some time, this is the last that we will see these three characters at the same time. Oh, I was like, what is she doing? They're, sorry, Stephanie just made the biggest face in the world and like <laughs> leaned all the way out. And I realized that she was trying to look ahead at the notes. I did, I just, all I saw was chapter eight. Yeah, good. Because which I wasn't going to, I wasn't actually going to read. Good. Because there's some fucked up shit in there. Ah! And some dumb jokes for, for tweets for Oh later. my gosh. I kept thinking there was someone in your backyard. Oh, it's just your reflection. It's the, a reflection of your watch. And it was scaring me. It was like, who's out there? Yeah, here, here, I'll give you more scud. Okay. Stop. Here we go. Back at it. So look, we'll we'll hear from everybody again during the uh break. But real quick, what the hell was that? Let the body Who was my that? house is falling apart? Flow! Okay. Um all right, so uh before we head into this arc, uh I would like us to go around the room and say our favorite moment thus far of the arc. Uh Graham, why don't you start? My favorite part was when Lucy picked up the rock, and you guys all thought I was going to kill Natalie. <laughs> and that's Graham, who plays Lucy. Um, Jordan, why don't you go next? There are many, but my favorite <coughs> is the very small miniseries we did called Terry Gets an Arby. <laughs> Oh, man, yes. I think that that was probably bonus content, but maybe we'll stick that somewhere, like at the end of this episode or something, just so everyone gets to hear that. Yes, during a little short break uh, that we needed to take in the middle of the last episode, we did do a little mini-sode where you were the keeper and I was the player. Um, Yes, it was was intense. It was there's, there's a lot of spikes in terms of emotion. There's a lot of drive. The character development I thought was um, rich, um, viscous. Um, it was good stuff. The main character is kind of lame, but that's just me. Wow. Okay. Rude, rude, rude. And now it goes from video content to podcast history for the first time on a podcast here at the Scavengers Network. Graham, you're fired. I've had to fire him like a million times on different videos uh, that we have done on YouTube, on the YouTube.com. Um, and this is the first time that on uh, on a podcast res, media res, that I've had to just turn to Graham and say, you know what? No. No more, you know buddy. Trying. You're done. This whole time. Um, no more I'm going to kill Lucy off in this episode. So everyone say goodbye. No, but okay. she's uh, a fan favorite. <laughs> okay. Uh, Stephanie. Uh, whew. That's hard because I love the part where she like, I'm a witch. Um, Natalie said I'm a witch I love that part um, but I think the first thing that popped in my head was when she used the hex for the first time and that disintegrated that gun because it was so powerful and everyone was like 
That was a very solid moment. It was so cool. Um, well, hey, I'm Colin, the keeper. I think my favorite moment has been the anonymous Terry. video, actually. <laughs> Mostly because editing that part was one of the f- most fun things I've done so far on this show. Uh, like, finding the exact clips in which, you know, he was being Garth and also talking, like, into the camera and stuff like that to put into, like, the low voice. Including, like, the moment where he's trying to turn it off and keeps missing the button and goes, oh, no. But it's, like, <laughs> dropped down on a whole full octave and a half, essentially. Very, very fun. So, uh, that's fantastic. And that's good and great and wonderful. So, here we go with Chapter 8 of Spellbound. We open up on Black with the sound of heavy rain pattering against a window. You can also hear uh, what sounds like a radio, but completely busted. It's splurting and splattering and sparking and kind of cutting in and out. And then slowly... It's that sort of point of view appearance, right? As eyes slowly open, first a little blurry, and then finally full awake. And then we cut to an outward look at Garth, sitting in the car still, with a car on its side. Terry is essentially on the ground, right? The car is on its side with uh, Garth sort of suspended in the air. And Terry is sort of like, you know, his his left-hand side is on the ground. The car's left side, I guess, is the best way of saying this, is, is where we are. Um, we also kind of hear that kind of traditional sound effect of, like, maybe a concussion or... A major impact as there's sort of this loud, you know, sound in Garth's ears. Mm-hmm. Um, as slowly, you know, sound starts to come back, and we hear Lucy uh, trying to pull the door off of the car to get to Garth. Natalie, I'm saving you, not Garth, not 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 Terry. Sure, yes. (laughs) Natalie is on the ground and is sort of slowly coming to. Uh, Natalie has a small cut on her forehead, but it's not life-threatening. It's not major. Uh, However, everybody, even if you have armor, everybody needs to deduct one harm. Uh Uh-oh. And just to be sure, Lucy, you are starting at, at normal, remember. Don't start from your Halloween episode. Oh, yes. Harm. <laughs> okay. Because I realized that like you were like kind of like half dead, there. essentially, in that episode. Um, or maybe that was... Uh, no, nah, we all got beat up in that. Yes, exactly. Um, here we go. So, uh, Natalie, you are coming to... And you can see Lucy helping Garth out of the car. Um, the car has, 
you know, basically crashed through the front door Ooh. of the of the estate. Wonderful. Right? The doors are sort of blasted open, and a little bit of the ceiling in the front has kind of collapsed in. The two of you uh, flew through that door, essentially, right, when the wind caught up under you. Luckily, you were not hit by the car, um, and you did hit a pillar. That's what gave you the nasty little cut on your head. Um, but you are now standing in the, essentially, like, the admissions area of this hospital, of this decrepit hospital. Essentially, all this place is now is a place for places like Ghost Hunters, or uh, Ghost Adventures, rather, or Achievement Haunter, or what have you, to kind of come through and videotape their random encounters, whether they find something or falsify it or what have you. <laughs> but right now, it's a different feeling. You definitely feel that you are not alone. Yeah, I was going to say, where are all those, uh, those, those doctors that are here for the meetup? <laughs> oh my god. The, the Reddit meetup? Yeah. Uh, they were Terry, Terry doesn't care because Terry is knocked out. <laughs> Terry's okay. He's not dead or anything. Okay, thank god. On, uh, Lucy would probably be fine with that, but Terry is just knocked out. Terry's passed out. Um, it's one less someone needs, someone needs to take a meatball and put it under his nose and it'll wake back up. <laughs> like smelling salt. <laughs> A smelling meatball. It's like a Mario one-up. <laughs> right. And Terry awakens from the dead. No, I'm kidding. No, no Terry is knocked out. Um, so, what do you guys do? Um, so, Lucy's trying to get Garth out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do we know where those bodies were? Sorry? Those bodies. That were just kind of walking? They're not walking. They are standing completely still. And they are still outside, uh, essentially moved? surrounding the building. Um... Natalie goes to get Terry out of the car. How are you going to do that? Walk over. Well, remember, if this is the car and this is Terry's side, it's like this. Yeah. So how are you going to get him out? Well, Lucy's going to get Garth out. Mm-hmm. So Natalie's going to get Terry out after. Okay. So you're going to kind of <laughs> climb just, in from the yeah. top? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I might need um, like one of you guys to hold my legs, but yeah. Why don't you roll protect someone? Uh, yeah, I will. Okay. That should be plus tough. Ten. Ah! What's your tough? Minus one. Okay, so you got a nine. Hey! You protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all the harm they are going to get. Um, you're going to suffer one more harm. So I have two harm? Yes, yeah, so you have two harm. We're just going to say that, you know, there's broken glass and you... Awesome. Cut yourself a little bit. Um, awesome. But uh, Terry, Terry is fine. Terry is lying. Thank God. On the side of the entryway, uh, still passed out. Um, as this is happening, the doors are the doors that were sort of blown open. They're kind of off of their hinges. The wind is catching them, and they are sort of slamming and opening a little bit. Like not necessarily slamming shut, but like pulling away from the wall a little bit and then sort of smacking back against them. For a brief moment, with the exception of the doors, there's almost complete silence. 
but only for Natalie. Natalie, you hear something in the back of your mind, but you can't quite make it out. But there is a whisper. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. No, there is a whisper. And just as you're starting to try to kind of listen in for it, uh, Lucy and Garth walk up to you, and suddenly the sound of rain falling heavily outside and the wind, you know, kind of crashing around you is back. Um, and uh, now you are standing in this, you know, again, decrepit building that's sort of falling apart, and there is a uh, very, very strong nor'easter happening outside. What Again. do you do? Um, Natalie tells, uh, wait, so we're inside, right? Yeah. And we put, mm-hmm. like, Terry off to the side. Mm-hmm. Or put him up. Keep yeah, him Terry's up. fine. Just making sure. Yep. Like, that he's up. His head's propped so okay, that he can't, sure. like, drop or anything. Um. Or that can't choke on it or whatever. <laughs> if he does throw Yeah. Off. Lucy so, has some offhanded comment about how cars are an inferior means of transportation. And that this was bound to happen. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Natalie ignores the comment because there's... Uh, just too much going on right now. Um, she tells him that she, like, heard something, but she couldn't quite make it out, but, um, she feels like something's trying to reach her there, but she doesn't want to, like, go anywhere alone. Like, she needs to be with them. Do you need to go outside for, like, better reception or something? I don't think that's a good idea. I think we need to stay inside. Okay. Do you have a feeling of where this uh, John is? If he's here? Oh. I didn't say it was John. I just heard something. Did you hear John? Oh, no, sorry. My bad. I I, I was under the assumption that this was... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That, um, that, that, like, this was the... Yeah. Maybe Lucy's making that assumption. That's just like <laughs> let's just, let's just get to the point. Let's just let's just kill John, leave, and go take a shower. <laughs> just walk outside. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, so I realized that uh, I gave you this whole history of this event, and I never gave you the name of the person that was drowned, along with Danvers, um, at the bottom of the bay. Um. So, I'm going to give you that information now. Um, I might... mm. Okay, before we move on, how would you prefer to, like, if you were to, let's just say, like, if we were going to hypothetically retcon this and say that you already have this information, where did you find the information necessarily? Like, was it just in that paragraph? Did Eve tell you? who it was that was sort of on this rampage? Do you just somehow know? Like, is it something that just sort of pops into your head? Yeah, it pops in my head. Okay. I remember my grandpa told me about her. Okay. Because um, I used to live up here. Right. So. So as you're sitting there and you're kind of w- looking around, a name pops into your head, right? Like, it's that thing of like when you have something on the tip of your tongue and you can't remember it. For the longest time, and then you leave, and like five hours later, you're having a conversation with someone entirely different, and you blurt it out, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> right? Suddenly, the name 
uh, pops up in your head. Kimberly Elizabeth. Named after Kimmy Kill Zombie on Twitter, at Kimmy Kill Zombie. Thank you, Kimmy Kill Zombie. So yes, the ghost, or sorry, not ghost, I'm sorry, the uh, the name, rather, sorry, of Kimberly Elizabeth is now in your head. Kimberly Elizabeth. And suddenly the rain gets crazier. Everything goes to shit immediately. Uh... It's you don't see her, you don't necessarily hear her, but the storm has just intensified. Like so, wait. So this is building have multiple floors. Uh, two floors and a basement. So, so where did Frankenstein assemble his monster? He assembled it on the roof because he seeked he needed lightning to uh, power his uh, his monster. And if this Kimberly is uh, strengthened by lightning, wouldn't that lead to a uh, She's probably somewhere on an upper floor. Can you say another person's name to see if it rains less? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. It pretty much stays the same. <laughs> it kind of dips for like huh. a half a second, but then just kind of continues back on. Like, a, what was that? No, no, huh? that's fine. Huh? Huh? Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, the, the, the rain is going pretty heavily. That's when you hear the sound of scuffling feet down the hallway. What? Well, um, okay, shh, shh, so shall we get moving? Shh, 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 something please. bad. Something bad. I bet. Shh, shh, shh. You hear it again. I would imagine that we're all kind of just like uh-oh face. <laughs> it's like, are we gonna fight? Are we gonna hide? Are we gonna run? Hide. We need to hide for a sec, just to maybe see if we can, like, see what's coming forward. Sure. And assess the threat as best we can. Okay. Uh, I'll let one of you roll for this, and it will reflect upon everybody. Uh, Actually, no. Mm, can we all roll? And who I gets guess. the best one? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Let's all act under pressure. Ah! What about since we're all hiding individually, if we all do an act under pressure... And then we're all of. You mean do you, do you want to just all be yeah, affected yeah. Why, by why our don't own you, roles? Why don't you all individually roll an act under pressure? Hmm. Um, Natalie, what do you got? And it's a uh, plus cool. What's your cool? Zero six. Oh six. Okay, we'll come back to you in a oh, moment. Oh come on. Um, let's hear from Garth. Nine. Uh, and that's plus cool. Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll come back to you in a moment. And now, Lucy. <sighs> I got a seven. Okay, so here's what happens. You are all talking about hiding. And you hear the sound of scuffling feet. Uh, there is the sort of like little admissions kind of banister, right? You know, like a little desk almost uh, to the right. Um, there is the car, uh, and there is a pillar. Um, Lucy and Garth both hide easily. They hide behind the desk and the pillar. And, uh, uh, <laughs> I, uh, Stephanie's very upset about this. This is not me. This is the fate of the role. 
now, I want to point out that no one really had a great outcome here. Yes. Um, so here's basically going to be what happens. Um, Natalie goes to get behind the car, and instead she trips. Uh, and she falls to the ground, and uh, right as, you know, the... So let me try this again. Quickly, both of you sort of pop up a little bit to be like, oh, hey, like, you know, to maybe <laughs> see if she's okay or to maybe help her. That's when the creature that you can hear the footprints coming from, footsteps coming from, comes around the corner. And he essentially sees all three of you. Two of you for a brief moment. And one of you just straight up on the floor. <laughs> you have attracted unwanted attention. Ah. Uh. Uh, and I'm going to give a hard choice to Lucy and Garth. Um, just because we all rolled, it's going to be sort of a, a dual hard choice. The hard choice is, although it saw all three of you, it will probably only go after one of you. Do you let it go after Natalie? <laughs> or... Are you going to get its attention and distract it? This is where so, real friends show their true colors. <laughs> Describe what would just walked around the corner again. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, Very yeah, good, you, because I, I have like. not. Okay. Because uh, if, if anything, Lucy probably just gets her salt and iron ready. Okay. So I will describe what you see, though, right? Um, we're mm-hmm. sort of in bullet time. What has come around the corner is a man. He is in uh, a fisherman's garb, uh, like a man that looks like he just rolled off of a boat. Uh, and he is sort of lumbering, right? He's not standing up tall. He's got a little bit of a weird slouch. He's well, standing. If he's a fisherman, shouldn't he be <clears throat> floundering? Colin, don't make me kill Mark. So. Okay, Graham I just made a great joke. You did, and I just rolled I my eyes at it. Thank you. Um, okay. Um, so, yes, he's not floundering, though, because he's he's not quite flat on the ground, right? Okay, okay. He's, just, he's, just he does have sort of like a weird, like, limp kind of going on. Is, um, it a real, is, like, is it a real limp, or is he doing it just for the hell of it? <laughs> oh okay, you were laughing at him. <laughs> Because it was it was an added bonus, I guess. Yours was good, but then like he he just continued it on, and I did roll my eyes at both. I'm out of here. Okay, <laughs> Natalie has left the building. Okay, here we go. And she lives. Bye, suckers. Well, no, she gets outside, and there's the whole ring of witches and the killer, and she's dead. Oh, sorry, goodbye, Natalie. Anyway, so now it's like, just Garth and Lucy. I'm kidding. No, uh, are you a good witch? What about witch? I made that joke I already. Did. I was just doing that for your benefit, to let you know that I'm listening um, and paying attention to you, Stephanie. Why? Because you <laughs> matter. Um, so, um, sorry, so, yeah, so you see this lumbering man. Now, if you kind of were to rack your brains a little bit, you might recognize him as one of the men that they had described as having disappeared, um, you know, from this large storm. And it is Mark Danvers. However, Mark Danvers looks very different. His face has a very light blue tint to it. 
And all of the veins on his face are very, very dark. His eyes are sort of rolled back in the back of his head, like they're just kind of pure white. And lastly, there are two round marks around the top of his head. Two round spots. Uh, kind of like near the temple, but like, you know, kind of on the sides. Like, I wish I could point to them. I can only point to them. To Natalie. To Stephanie, rather. You know, like, right? Here. Yeah. Um, like, if you were to have, wait. like... here I'm trying to... If you were to have, like, horns. Yeah. That's kind of where they would be. Like, like, not right head. on the top of your head. Sort of, like, right from your forehead. Like, if you were Hellboy? Straight up from your eyes. Then a little to the... Outside. Respective right and left. So the outside. And then, like, up a little more. And that's where they'd be. But they're not horns. Right? No, they are dark circles. Um, that look kind of, like, reddish. You know, kind of like... Not necessarily raw, but like something was recently on it. Ooh. Um, and he is lumbering, and he is kind of mumbling incoherently. What do you do? So this is either Lucy or I will confront this person mm-hmm. or run over and sort of scoot Natalie behind the car. <laughs> wasn't wasn't yeah. there... Well, so they basically, no matter mm-hmm. what happens, like it's like this. If you choose to do nothing to help her, she's going to be... This guy's going to come after her. If one of you helps her, it will focus more on you instead. But one of you is going to have to deal with this thing. Lucy. That's what happens when you have two mixed successes and one bad. Lucy. Oh, and everyone mark experience. Sorry. Oh, everyone mark yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Do I? Yep. Mark one Yay! experience. Yay! I think this is. We, like we should go back and actually mark all the experience we should have. I believe if, if my math is correct, you should all have six right now. What? I only have yeah. four. I mean, I'm sorry, five. Whoa. No, no. But you got one in the last episode too. Wait, I'm confused. So how many should we have? How so many should we have? Six. Six. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna take your word for it. Six. Yeah, it was it was four as of two episodes ago, and then you failed the hex roll. In the last. I want to get experience for that. Yeah, every time you fail a roll, six or six or less. Oh, I've been doing great. And That's then why. Did, I also failed my help out, but is that attached to the hex roll? Uh, yeah, I'm not necessarily counting that because it was it okay. was kind of a I'm not gonna get, do a two for I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry. So now that we all know what our experience is, and I'll probably cut all that, what's happening? Lucy can throw salt at it. It's like, damn it, it's not a witch, or it doesn't look like a witch. It's more like a zombie, as like she puts away her salt and iron filings. Because this looks more like, either way, it's undead, which probably means it's unholy, which means if I hit it hard enough, it's, it's going to go back to where it came from. Ask, uh... Okay, well, I am nervous. Ask it. <laughs> ask it what it is. Yell yell at it. You want to try to communicate with it? We haven't tried not not doing it. 
this is these are these are to two completely different ideologies. <laughs> I'm thinking immediately like I'm gonna punch it, <laughs> and Garth's like, we talked with, with like two it. <laughs> so we're in bullet time. We're now it's now halfway into the room. It's I mean, shambling. I th Lucy's first instinct was to harm it to some extent. Her first plan was salt and iron, but now it's looking more just like she's just gonna go up and try to punch it. <coughs> Natalie coughs. Garth, and that's, I mean, Garth hops over or wherever the, the, the pillar or the uh, welcome desk and runs over and then will slide Natalie quickly behind the car and then hopefully Lucy will punch it to death. <laughs> and then when it's distracted by those two, or at least it's like looked at it, I just come out and just like just Jackie Chan dive kick it in the face. Jump kick. High jump kick. Okay, so you're going <laughs> to kick some ass, I guess? I suppose that's what, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Garth. Yes. Uh, as I run, as I run though, I am very scared. And then Garth yells, um, you are very scary at it. <laughs> it mumbles. It just kind of is like... And Natalie, it's, it's trying to say, it's trying to like kind of respond, but like it just kind of can't. And Natalie's very thankful that like somebody came to help her. <laughs> Thank you, Garth. Yes. <sighs> All right. So then, sh should, I, should I? Am I? Am I trying to kick some ass yeah, here? Yeah, dude, kick some ass. I'm going to try to. I've heard you just jiggle. I, I drop. I drop my die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about luck. You know what? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to be lucky here. Well, you know what? That's a five plus two. I got a seven. You and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game. So, what are you hitting it with? I, I was joking about kicking it. I'm most likely just gonna punch it. <laughs> okay, and what are your fists do? Uh, two harm. Okie dokie. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okie dokie. I'm not sure why I said it like that. <laughs> I don't know what that response was. Dookie so, dookie. <laughs> so you hit Mark square in the face, my dude. Uh I'm sorry. and Mark sort of stumbles and he says And then there is a loud shriek. That does look at his jaw. <laughs> the shriek does not come from him. And you feel almost as if the building has, like, not necessarily shaken, right? But, like, the sound of that shriek has carried through the hallways. Okay, so it's, so it's not easy to identify where it came from? Uh, not exactly, no. Uh, I will say that it definitely came... It, uh, it originated in the direction that he started from. Okay. Knowing, Natalie. Hearing that sound really quick, yeah. Garth thinks that he just convinced Lucy, or him and Lucy kind of, in a weird way, just punched a homeless person. <laughs> Natalie. Sorry. Here we go. Natalie, you once again hear something at the back of your mind. This time the whisper is a little bit more discernible. And it says, 
What did it say? He is mine to harm. He is mine to harm? So the witch doesn't like it when I harm uh, Danvers. Ooh. Well, you don't know that, because it was in the back of my head. I didn't say anything yet. Who? Sorry. Natalie shouts out, who? <laughs> who is yours to harm? And then, once more, a... And you all hear the name Danvers at the top volume of... I'm, i got to think of how a witch would sound. Um, Dan! Not quite, because it's... i got to describe how she is, too. Okay, hang on. Let's, let's rewind this. So, first, actually, bef- bef- at simultaneous with his name, there is almost a... like a small boom in the middle of the room. Right? Very similar to the small boom that happened when your hex went bad, only this was controlled. There was a boom and a bit of air sort of pushes outwards from the center of the room, pushing everyone a little bit towards the closest wall. Danvers falls on his face because he's not standing or braced by anything, and from the epicenter of that boom comes a floating woman. Uh, and it is Kimberly Elizabeth. (gasps) Hey everybody, it's Colin Parker, your keeper, your pod boss, your best friend, and your pizza boy. Hello, delivery. Here you go. Here's your large pizza with Myth Takes podcast topping. Mm-hmm. What's that? Oh, you forgot your wallet. You're sure you can find some way to pay me? Uh-oh. This doesn't seem safe for work. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about um one of my favorite companies in the world for our ad break, then do a tiny bit of housekeeping, and then we'll finish everything off with our last little bit of who we are and where you can find us uh, for this particular arc. Um, so we'll try and power through all of this as quickly as we can. Warby Parker. Warby Parker is one of my favorite companies in the world. Um, I wear my Warby Parker glasses almost every single day. Um, actually, that's not true. I definitely wear them every single day, even if it's for only 10 minutes, right? Uh, I can't see within six inches of my own face. So I need my glasses to help me get around the household. Um, until I do things like put in contact lenses. Uh, And these days, I wear my contacts less and less and less because I love my Warby Parker glasses, and I love the way that I look in them. The great thing about Warby Parker is that you can uh, basically take on the eyewear industry, which is dominated by a single company, by going with Warby Parker, where they uh, get you a whole bunch of really great options that you can actually have uh, sent to your home in a five-day try-on period. Uh, You can take little pictures of yourself and post them on social media and ask your friends and family and loved ones and even strangers, hey, what do you think looks best on my face? Uh, And then you send them back and you say which one you want, and uh, they'll give them to you just like that. Uh, It's pretty great. Uh, Prescription eyeglasses start at $95, which is honestly an absolute steal, uh, which is something that you might need here in the Christmas holiday uh, gift-giving season. No, not stealing, but just good prices. Hey, real quick, PSA, don't spend Christmas or the holiday season in jail because you try to shoplift something. Please just stick with the good prices. 
So, like I said, prescription eyeglasses start at $95, and you can find a new pair today with the Home Try-On free, which is a free program. Fast, free shipping both ways, and for every pair sold, a pair is distributed to someone in need. Um, uh, Warby Parker is unparalleled in customer service and quality of glasses, so give them a try at bits.ly slash cscav, that is B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-E-E-S-C-A-V. Go to that uh, website there, bit.ly slash cscav, for more details. Now, in a brief moment, you will hear me talk about the fact that there is an episode coming out next week as well. Uh, I actually never really finished my thought on that because we kind of get a little bit distracted. So I want to real quick do a tiny bit of housekeeping here to remind you um, that because it is the holiday season, doing three episodes for me personally back to back to back is just a lot. It's very demanding and doesn't exactly fit uh, the, the time schedule. And considering how lenient I am with everyone else and their schedules for the holiday season, I think that I can also afford to be lenient with myself. So what we're going to do here is, is you're going to hear the ending of this episode here today, and then you're going to hear the holiday special next week. And then on the 3rd of January of 2019, the first episode of the new year uh, will not be the first episode of the next arc. Uh, what what it will be is to make sure that you continue to get some wonderful myth takes love and some uh, some little goodies from us. It's going to be every blooper that I saved from this arc. Um, I wasn't super smart about it in the first arc. I didn't really think to keep little uh, extra bits of information or extra little bits that may have gotten cut for time or anything like that. But with this particular arc, I cut one just so I could send it to someone. And then I realized, you know, I should be doing this throughout the whole arc and be keeping all of these. And then we will continue our normal scheduled program on the 17th. So before we do the final encounter and before we say goodbye to these characters for a short period of time, let's make sure we go back around the room, say who we are and where we can find each other. Graham. Well, so you can find me on Twitter at, you just look me up under Myth Takes. I'm tagged in a lot of stuff. But you can follow me at G-R-R-R-A-H-A-M-T. Grr, a ham, T. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I post stupid stuff. And then if you have a, actually, uh, the, the Unlocked app is also coming to Android uh, th- later this week that we're recording this. So it should already be out by now. So you have no excuse to not follow me on the Unlocked app, to download that, tune into my streams, watch me do stupid stuff with my friends. It's a fun time. Fantastic. Stephanie. Hi. Um, so, uh, I mean, I keep like my stuff private, but if I know that you listen to the podcast, I'll probably let you follow. It's nothing against people. I just like to keep things private. Um, but if you're interested in seeing what I'm up to, um, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter uh, at that's a zebra. Like, you're at the zoo and you point at a zebra and you're like, that's a zebra. Just no apostrophe between the T and the S and that's. It's, that's a zebra. That's me. And Jordan. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Jordan. My wonderful wife, Lindsay, and I host a show together on the Scavengers Network called Spooky Spouses. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at spooky underscore spouses. Um, We're both tagged. Our personal accounts are tagged and a lot of that stuff. 
Um, follow Lindsay if you like dogs and baking. Follow me if you like saxophone and bicycles. <laughs> uh, and also, what's the other... Sorry, did you give your personal Twitter, Jordan? Um, no, I did not. My personal Twitter is at JRDN underscore read. And then what's your other Twitter account? Just in case people <laughs> need to know. <laughs> uh, hamburger, <laughs> um, hamburger Helper 43. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> no, it is uh, at Frog Police on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, one of my favorite accounts of all time. Um, too bad those frog convicts sometimes get in your way, huh? Yes. It's true. He's been in jail for a while, actually. I see. Well, hey, <laughs> listen, before I give you my information, no, I, I guess I'll give you my information now. So, as always, I am Colin Parker. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Colin, C-O-L-I-N-M, as in M, Matthew, right? P-A-R-K-E-R, Parker, Colin, M. Parker. Uh, you can find me there. You can find all of us at Scavengers Net on Twitter Woo! and at Scavengers Network on Instagram. Woo! Uh, we don't use Instagram as much as we should. We'll, we'll oh. try and fix that. Woo! Okay. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash the Scavengers Network. And, of course, you can find us at scavengersnetwork.com. Really trying to finish up that website. There is so much stuff to input onto that website, so it's taking me a little while. <laughs> uh, so this episode is dropping to you, the listeners, on December 20th. Now, normally, I would tell you that the next episode would be January the 3rd. However, there's a secret episode coming to you. Ding, 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 ding. Right there is a Christmas episode coming to you on the 25th. <laughs> That's Christmas. That is Christmas. <laughs> uh, is I Christmas, love sorry. Christmas. I, I realized, oh my gosh, that's so loud. Um, just check us out on Twitter at MythTakesCast. That's at MythTakesCast, uh, where you can find out more information about these things. And if you tweet at us, you might find yourself with a character being named after you, much Woo! like Kimberly Elizabeth, named after at Kimmy Kill Zombie, or uh, at Jeff's Your Hero, um, who had Officer Riggs named after him. Yes. Um, Captain Spiffy Carl, which is at Vintage Spiffy. Um, Eve from earlier this episode. Um, this is a, a crossover character as well from <gasps> Kids on Bikes, although she does listen to our show as well. But. I believe that uh, last time I checked, that is Eve, named after at Copper Harpy on Twitter. Uh, so anyway, that's probably enough promos and enough of this. Let's get into the final battle, the final moments of this arc. I hope we win. <laughs> uh, Graham, I almost said Garth, sorry, Graham, Jordan, and Stephanie, it has been a blast. And I look forward to the next time that uh, we all get to do another arc together. Same. I love you guys. I'm in agreement. All right, here we go. Insert battle music. Floating in the center of the room is Kimberly Elizabeth. Her appearance is, quite frankly, ghastly um she does not look like 
a normal human being would, because she doesn't look like your average witch. In fact, she's a little bit of a hybrid. What you are dealing with is a ghost witch. Aww. The ghost of Kimberly Elizabeth floats in front of you. She is mostly able to be seen. She is ever so slightly transparent. Um, she has a very odd and like almost kind of like disgusting tint to her, right? Like she, again, her whole being has a kind of darker presence and appearance about it. She looks almost distorted. She is definitely not back by normal means, for lack of a better term. Um, she has mm-hmm. been disturbed. She has been brought back, prob- most likely against her will. Um, she is uncontrollable. She is unconsolable. And she is floating between the three of you. Um, beneath her, not that far away from her, is Mark, who had recently been punched and hurt by our very own Lucy. And uh, she floats above you with her uh, garb in tatters. Uh, and she floats uh, in a very similar way, like with her, her clothing as well, floating in a way similar to as if she was submerged in water. And she is, in fact, very lightly dripping water onto the floor. And the last thing I'll say before I turn it over to you all is that when she appears, the storm hits its strongest moment. It is, you know, I mean, it is like a all-out Category 5 hurricane outside. It is horrifying. Uh, You can actually hear from deeper within the halls of the hospital things being ripped off of the walls. Uh, The building is sort of swaying a bit, even though it's a large concrete building that is definitely attached to its foundations. It is being shaken. It is, nope, is that the correct term? It's being... Wait, what? Say it again, sorry. Is it being shaken? The whole building uh, feels as if it is barely holding itself together. Oh, okay. Um, So the building is swaying. (laughs) Uh, I love you, Colin. Yeah, I know. Uh, (laughs) I don't blame you. Um... (laughs) Okay, so, what do you do? What What's your first move? What's your first question? What's happening? Who's going first? Who's Who's talking first? Well, so so, we know. Okay, you've described her fairly well. Is there any anything emanating about her that that shows that she is using electricity, or that that's like is she like sparking? Is that like? That sounds a little bit like someone wants to either read a bad situation or investigate a mystery. I believe I want to do one of those. Yeah, which Possibly one? Possibly both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, what is the difference? Investigate and read a bad. Read a bad. I mean, I read a bad is... is <laughs> I, that sounds so weird to say it like that. Read a bad. I would a say bad. at this moment is probably more, uh, I guess, investigate a mystery since you're kind of dealing more with what the creature is rather than, like, what is happening around you. Okay, I actually like some of these questions for read a bad situation. Okay, never mind, then go ahead. Do read a bad. Yeah. Situation. (laughs) All right, and that, uh, either way, they're both plus sharp for me. Uh, True. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try to read. Uh, I got a nine. 
Okay, Darn. you get to ask one question, or you can use a hold and get three. Whoa, whoa, what was that? I mean, or you can use luck, I'm sorry, and, and <clears throat> oh, hold three. Oh, and get three. Okay. Um. See, I like, what's the biggest threat, and are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um... I'm gonna go for yeah. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Graham, I'm so sorry. No. What? Oh. <laughs> that's it. Well, so about her, is there anything that she's not yielding? Is there anything that that's not like readily apparent? No. No, not oh, that I can think of. Graham. I mean, brass knuckles. <laughs> uh, she also has a buck fifty in her uh, left pocket. No, I mean. <laughs> Truthfully, I mean, like, the and only thing that really dollars. that you can't necessarily see are her magic abilities, but, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, she just, I mean, she's a ghost witch. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can give you an ongoing, because what, where's that information necessarily going to be relevant? I mean, if you can give me an honest answer as to what about that is relevant to what you're doing, mm -hmm. I, will, I will allow you that plus one. I as in, like, I, I'm just trying to size up my opponent before I fight them. I'm trying to, to, I don't know, weigh all of my options and proceed cautiously. I guess that, that, that's what I'm trying to establish. Like that, that, That's know, what Lucy's trying to do here. I'll tell you what, actually. I, I would like to sort of change my answer, actually. I realized okay. that the way that the question was asked, it, it, again, it's not necessarily bad how you asked it, but I realized that I was very hyper-focused on one aspect, there is a danger, not necessarily in the way that you would probably normally consider it. There is a danger... I'm trying to think of the best way that I can describe this. Mark is in danger. That's, okay. probably, that's probably the only thing that I can really say. I know that's not exactly what the question is, but like, I feel as if if you're searching for danger and trying to sort of discern what's happening... You can sure. definitely tell that that Mark Danvers is is in peril. Um, most likely in more peril than than any of you are. In fact, in even more peril than Terry is, and Terry is unconscious on the side of the room. So Lucy just punched the guy who <laughs> is in the most peril. It's like I'm on your side. Like, oh yeah, yeah, screw that guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Were you saying that to me or to her? Like, what's happening? Oh, sorry. oh I was. Oh, sorry. sorry. That was that was regular Jordan Reed. No, no, I meant I meant uh, Graham. Sorry, when oh, I said yes, yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> yeah, that that was me talking to the witch. <laughs> um, she just kind of glowers uh, at you. Uh, understandably. Um, <laughs> Natalie, when she Natalie. Uh, wants to grab Mark and try to protect him. To protect someone? But... Here's the thing. This, like, moral... Like... Ugh, this, is, this is very difficult. Because she's in this place where, like, people like her were hurt just for being themselves, not because they were causing harm. And here's this person who, who like, was in... But he's a fisherman, right? This is not Danvers, the man who did these things. No, I know, but, this like, he's Danvers, still related to... And it's, and it's just, like, like the, there's still yeah. that, like, 
when I hear that name. But are do we answer to the sins of our forefathers? <gasps> um, Stephanie, uh, there's also a list of magic, like magical effects that you can that you might be interested in. Where like, where is that in the rules? Yeah, uh, you can page one oh six. Uh, bar a place or portal to a specific person or a type of creature, or trap a specific person, minion, or monster. Either of those sound like they might be useful in this situation. What page is that on? Uh, 106. Or one, Yes. Yeah, it's just under the general use magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that I think only you and the spell slinger can use, if I'm not mistaken. Inflict harm, enchant a weapon, do one thing that's beyond human limitations. You could, like, lift it up the car, potentially. <laughs> um, you know what I want to do? What's that? I would like to try to, um, speak to Kindler Elizabeth. Okay, mm. communicate with someone that you do not share a language with. Okay. Um, I'll allow that. So the sight also helps with that, right? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the No, sight... it just says I can see things. Right. Well, you may communicate with the spirits you see, and they give you more opportunities to spot clues when you investigate a mystery. So, if I want to try to communicate with her. Gotta roll 2d6 plus weird. Oh. <gasps> oh my god! Five. Um, you know what? We need we need some luck. I'll use some luck. Okay, so just, you I automatically... Gotta take it. I ha- gotta do it. You automatically get a 12. On a 10+, plus, the magic works without issues. Choose your effect. So what was the effect that you were using again? Communicate? Yeah. Okay. Um, so tell me what... To, uh, again, another part of the using magic is when you use magic, say what you're trying to achieve and how you do the spell. Um, so what does this spell look like? So when she's trying to communicate with other things um, that you can't normally, she has to like put her hand on her heart and reach her hand out. Like she's sort of like give me your hand not like you don't have to but like this is like i want to communicate with you i mean no harm like let's try to resolve this sure so and like her same thing her eyes her fingers they all turn the same color as her choker and she's just like reaching out so okay so you do that and it's kind of like earlier when you had that thing where something was reaching it was like on the back of your yeah. mind time Sort of stand still for a brief moment. Yeah. Um, Lucy and Garth obviously can't deal with this. They are frozen in time. Um, for the direct moment, it is just you and Kimberly Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And she does not seem as angry when it's just the two of you. Yeah. Because in a way, just like with them... Her body is sort of, her quote-unquote body is frozen. And it's almost like a separate version of herself Mm -hmm. in front of you. Um, What would you like to say? I know your name. I'm Natalie. I'm a witch, too. I don't agree with things that have happened to you. But causing harm to other people isn't going to help anyone. And I want to help you. What can I do? There is a brief pause. She definitely considers everything that you have to say. Kind of like I said earlier, she is sort of distorted, yeah. right? She, her body every now and then twitches and almost like glitches. Yeah. 
not necessarily that she like kind of flickers out of existence. She's a hologram. She ain't it's, real. It's, I mean, no, I again, she she's she's sort of been brought into this world by not normal means. She's not here the way a normal ghost would be. Right? Yeah. Um. And first, you hear the whisper. I don't mean you harm. And before you can even respond, the sort of shrieking voice uh, suddenly kind of pops out, uh, screaming. Uh, sorry, I don't want to actually scream, like, so I'm going gonna, gonna to just say it kind of at a normal volume, and maybe I, I can manipulate this later. No, no, no! That's not how any of this gets to happen. This is not his way. The whisper, one more time, says, You are all in grave danger. I'll let you get to say one more thing. How can I save you? The whisper says, You must break the seal or break me. Either way, I don't belong here. During the last half of that sentence, the shrieking voice pipes up simultaneously, sort of glitching out of in and out of existence. Things are starting to fall apart. This this sort of like weird yeah. time bubble slowly starting to rip apart. The shrieking voice says once again, No, no, no! You can't dictate how this happens! You have no say here! And then, for a brief moment, you see over her shoulder John's face. And both. It's your boy. What's that? It's your boy. Yes. Shut up! And John... We just ruined such a beautiful moment. It's so intense. And John and this sort of angry side of the witch speak simultaneously. They say... Your magics can't save you now. Not the way that we can. And then you see John smile. And again, the witch and John simultaneously laugh hysterically and then the bubble sort of fades back and you're back in real time and with that we are 1000% in battle mode who is going first so so our just for my own clarification all of that was only to Natalie right yes yeah okay you right. none of you know any of those moments just now um and Natalie's in shock and all she can shout is break the seal Garth is going hears that realizes that things are very intense and does a quick um net friends wants to use net friends and my goal here is to contact anybody i'm going to send a huge ma- uh, huge message out to all of my contacts if possible because it's a little dire um and i'm going to say how do you break a witch's seal irl <laughs> okay um so time to do that roll bud okay i roll plus charm 
I get right. a different dice. That's bothered me. Oh man, I got a five, a big old five. Uh, okay, so what is, so I'm going to say you can only, so like the first person you email, you're about to burn that bridge with, right? That's how that works? I believe so, yes. Um, All right, well, tell me the name of that person and then how that bridge gets burned, unless you want to use luck. I'm using luck one million percent. Oh boy, I'm using luck. Okay, so you use luck and it's an automatic 12. So, uh, what what happens on a 12? On a 12, on a 10 plus, they are available and helpful, and they can fix something, break a code, hack a computer, or get some special information, which is what I would need. Okay. Uh, so, who's the person that contacts you? What's their name? Uh, Dust Prince 13. Fantastic. And uh, real quick, how do you know them? Um, they The internet. The internet, and by way of, um, oh, I. This is know? my favorite game to play with Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> it's just making him name people and then tell me how he knows them. They uh, also run a blog, but they just detail. They put a bunch of things in a blender, and see if they can pulverize <laughs> it and turn it to dust. Um, and their blog, their blog is just called um, "Dust, Dust or Not." question mark and then most of the time things don't turn to dust but that's yeah dust prince 13 okay uh dust prince 13 gets back at you and says um that could be one of three things there's three different types of witches seals uh the first one is okay stephanie's <laughs> going or, or, or in the corner <laughs> That's not what it is, though. Uh, it uh, Dust Prince 13 says, um, the first is a symbol drawn on the floor, usually in, uh, w- within some sort of circle. The other seal that you could find is a literal circle made of witches. When witches stand together to conceal something or to summon something, or to practice big magic. The last is usually some sort of physical seal, something that can be worn that holds magic powers. Okay, so these this is the info that I get back from Dust Prince 13. Yes. I send us I for some reason, I don't know why, I'm just because I'm nervous, I send her a quick reply. Thanks so much. Um <laughs> And then, and Garth, she says, "No problem. Huh? Good luck." She says, "No problem. Good luck." <laughs> and she sends a gif of, um, like that kid who's on the computer. Yes. And he goes like, and he he does the slow nod and gives the thumbs up. Yeah. Like, mm, it's it's yeah. yeah it's paired with that gif. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I like that. That kid's hilarious. That um, kid is hilarious. So Garth yells very loud, but I'm not going to yell very loud. Um, sure. To Lucy and Natalie. We need to get rid of one of the witches outside of the building. Mm. I'm only a real person. <laughs> and that was like, I don't think we can leave Garth and Terry alone. 
So, one of us is to stay, and one of us is to go out there. I feel like I should stay with the witch, because I'm a witch. Lucy, can't you blow a, blow anything up? Just blow something up? <laughs> oh my Define gosh. Define blow something up. <laughs> okay, so as you say that, um, <clears throat> because whenever you use a move, uh, it's all, it also gets to make a move. <coughs> Um, so as you're yelling this out and as you've sort of been, I'm going to just sort of say that a lot of these things are happening sort of simultaneously. Uh, things have been whipping around the room. You guys have been dodging them, right? Kind of very cinematically because you're kind of having a conversation. And now, um, a rather large table, uh, comes flying through the room, heading directly at Lucy. Ah! Um, no, not Lucy. I'm sorry, Garth, because Garth is the one who made the move. Ah! Uh, Garth, you, uh, because you had a 12 and you did well, that means that uh, you have sort of a good outcome, um, which means that it will only inflict one harm. Uh, you essentially dodge most of it. Again, it's a big table. It does definitely kind of hit your shoulder, and you do that thing of like, ow, you know, <laughs> like kind of grab at it like, uh, it's like when you like bump into a corner Ow. almost and you're like oh I can't believe I did that it's basically that it's like you almost got free of it and like last minute like it just when sort you, of nicked you when you stub your toe or you hit something and you grab it before it starts to hurt yes exactly yeah <laughs> absolutely um, so yeah so that's happened so who's n- whose move is next so what am I punching Blow up a witch outside. Blow up a witch. Destroy a, a witch. And witch. Why not this witch right in front of me? Lucy, you All need right, to get wait, outside. I, I I need to be here. So, I mean, at this point... <laughs> can Natalie just use her powers and, like, push Lucy out? I mean, you can say, use yeah, magic. If, if this but... is the, 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 the tactical decision, if this is the, I don't know, the plan that makes the most sense, Lucy's not just going to recklessly charge us something. She wants to charge us something worthwhile. Yeah, sure. So can she... Let me think about how, how this works. <laughs> like, visually. Uh, it's probably something along the lines of, like, she sprouts her angel wings and then just kind of, like, propels herself outside. Um, either that or she could literally just teleport to where she previously was outside. You got the roll for that, though, don't you? Uh, not if it's just myself. Okay. Please. Mm. Uh, I, yeah, I only have to roll plus weird if I'm carrying someone else. Okay. Yep, I'm, I'm gonna fly outside and try to to, to, to to stab some witches. So, so, what's actually, so once I start, whatever, I dash outside, mm-hmm. uh, do we see that, that circle of, of witches? Uh, I mean, you can see them. It is, again, I cannot stress this enough. You have just gone outside in a Category 5 hurricane. And Natalie yes. shut up and went, Break the seal! Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't... I don't I'm trying to think, would it make sense to get, like, the, the pick up the door that we busted through and try to use that to, like... I don't know, it's like a prop <laughs> against the wind. <laughs> I don't know if that's a better idea. Uh, this, I want to kick some ass. I want to try to, to, to trudge through the winds 
to try to, to break the seal. Okay. Uh, and just so everyone is aware, uh, you're going to get a negative one to this roll. Okay. Because you are now in a category five hurricane. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I will try to kick some ass. Well, that was a five. So that's only a six. Oh, uh, that would be a four, my dude. Yeah, well, you get minus one. Well, sorry, it was a five. Uh, I plus two and then minus four. So that's five. So I got a six. I, I rolled a oh, five. Yeah, six. Right, oh, yeah, I got yeah, a plus two. So it's still, still then, six. So yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, something bad happens, bud. <laughs> yep. Uh, you go to do this thing, and yep. the wind picks up, and it just picks you up. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. And you are now flying out of control, um, and you are slammed against a tree outside uh, for two harm. All right. And you have armor, I believe, right? Yes, I do. Okay, so I guess that's minus one. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Natalie. Ouch. Yeah. It's on you. Um. I want to use a hex. Okay. Because we haven't done any damage to the wish. Right. So I'm going to save uh, my special move until later. Sure. Not that it's a special move, but anyway. Um, I would like to hex <laughs> uh, Kimberly Elizabeth. Okay. Because now it's like I can't communicate with her. Right. Okay, here we go. Nine. Nine. Okay, mixed success. Okay, so what does this look like to you? And what, what happens? Um... Now it's like fight mode, so like Natalie starts to like hover now because it's just like she's like in defense. Two um, hovering ladies. Two hovering ladies. No one gets it. Cabaret. Anyway. Um, ooh. Mm. The target immediately suffers harm, so she um, puts her hands out and like blasts her. Okay. And uh, how much damage does it do? Uh, two harm. Ignore armor. Okay, two harm. Okay. Um, there is a bit of a glitch moment. Um, and, uh, the, yeah, okay, that's fine. And so, Garth, we're back to you. Do you have any kind of attack moves, my dude? Not really. So, I was thinking about this. Garth, one of my weapons, I have a literal gun. Uh, I have a flashlight, and then I have a butterfly knife. But... I'm not sure if this makes sense logically or if I'm thinking about it too logically. I don't think I'd be able to fly with a gun. Mm, probably not, no. So I have a flashlight and a knife <laughs> for this witch. Um, I'm sure... Um, oh, go ahead, go So ahead. here's the other thing. Have... Hmm. We need to find a way to get you that gun, I'm assuming, right? Because it, I don't think you could fly with that. Correct. I don't know. Just, uh, I'll tell you what. No matter what, you tell me what you want to do, and we'll find a way to make it narratively happen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Garth yells out to the witch. Um. And this all uh, this is happening quickly. I understand that. <laughs> but I'm I'm trying to think about. Uh. Okay. So, Garth yells out to Kimberly Elizabeth. If we kill this guy, will you go away forever? Uh, 
It it says um it says Yes, kill Danvers at the top of its voice. And Danvers looks very confused. Garth yells to Natalie, Don't kill Danvers. I wasn't I, going to just I was going to. There's a lot going on. Don't kill don't kill the man. Garth really quick takes out his flashlight and shines it at the witch. Probably just on and off doesn't do anything. I would imagine. <laughs> I don't know what can to that, do. Can in I this enchant situation. the flashlight? Um. Can I enchant the flashlight? You could actually. Can I do that? Yes. Why don't we? Yeah. Hell yeah. You know what? This is crazy, but I love it. Um. I mean, you could do that, or. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I've I've got something for you. As you're sort of screaming these things and freaking out and everything like that, right? You duck under or duck back behind that big desk, right? This is sort of where you've been to answer to to write those emails. And there is uh, behind this little admissions thing a little box with a very worn out label that says in case of emergency. And when you open it, you find... And what gun do you have? A 9mm. How modern is a 9mm? I know nothing about guns. Neither do I. It does two harm, and it's loud. Hang on one second, we're looking it up. I mean, 9mm is very generic. Yeah, it's just, that's, it's that, just right That's just the gun. caliber of the gun. But what, they wouldn't name. have that during <laughs> the ancient times. So we're, no. we're, going, we're going to just kind of... Again, play Calvin Ball. You find a revolver. Ye old boomstick. Yes, it's old, but it, it does the same damage as the thing that's in your inventory. Okay. Um, and uh, there is a small box of ammo. Uh, and so, if you would like to enchant that, ooh yeah, uh, you may. Okay. So this is use magic. Uh, okay. Enchant a weapon. It gets plus one arm and plus magic. Uh, so tell me what this spell looks like. Well, I have to roll. Yeah, go ahead, roll. Uh, plus weird. So it's a seven. It works imperfectly. Uh, choose your effect and a glitch. Uh, okay. So your enchanting weapon, it gets plus one harm and plus magic. Uh, I'm gonna say that the, that the glitch is... It has a problematic side effect. Oh God! Uh, every <gasps> every time he hits her, Natalie feels the pain. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Okay. So every time you shoot, doesn't mean it hurt. Like right. she's hurt, but like she feels the pain. Right. She's going to like she's not going to necessarily take harm, but Natalie is absolutely going to feel it. Damn, that was good. I didn't even have to do that. As I was <clears> going to have. Something that was gonna make it worse for Garth, but like I like this because now there's like a weird moral conundrum. So yeah, that's what's happening. Um, what kind of magic are you imbuing in this, by the way? Um, she puts her hands on it. It's it's like whenever she uses magic, it always has that glowing light mm-hmm. in her eyes. It's it's always the same. And um, was it the the shotgun, right? A revolver. A revolver. Sorry, the revolver like floats up and then she like folds it over to Garth. She doesn't know she's gonna get hurt. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're doing it kind of quickly. There's stuff flying at you and stuff. But what yeah. kind of magic are you imbuing it with? Like, what kind of effect? You know what I mean? Like, when he shoots this gun, 
I'm assuming it's not going to necessarily just look straight up like a bullet, right? Like, what oh, kind of magic Oh, yeah. Oh! God, I was magic. confused. Um, it'll be, like, the same color as her energy. Okay. So it's, it's just a blast of energy. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So there you go. You now have an enchanted weapon that gets plus one harm and plus magic. So that's what, now plus three? It's plus three. And plus magic. Good lord. Okay. Uh, all right. So um, why don't we head back to Lucy, and then we'll come back. It's windy out here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But that won't stop me from breaking the line. So how are you going to do it? I'm trying to think of what would be... Because i got to get up close to do anything meaningful. Um... Wedgie. <laughs> what about a wedgie? Oh, just give them a what? Just give them one. All right, I want to give them a wedgie. Okay. With my sword. Why don't we? Oh my god. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not seeing. There's nothing. I don't know. I can't think of anything more creative than just I try to kick some ass again. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Do that. Them. With that same minus one. Uh yes. All right. So I'm at a net plus one. All right. Yep. Kick some ass. All right, that's an eight plus one. Makes me a nine. Yes. Okay. You are inflicting harm upon each other. So what are what are you doing to it? As I as I as I compose myself and kind of just like uh, gain my senses after slamming into a tree, uh, I. I mean, Lucy tries to, to, to locate where the nearest witch is. It's a part of the circle. Does the... I don't know. I don't know if she's smart enough to try to, like, time the gusts, or if she just tries again, and this time she just breaks through due to determination. I feel like it's more determination. She's more right. stubborn than smart. Right. Um, but as, as soon as she breaks through and she sees that she's, like, on a, whatever, a dash to, to, to hit the witch, well, she summons her sword. Which... It was in the Halloween episode. Right. But this sword, basically, it, it's the similar thing. It comes from the portal. There's kind of this, 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 this flash of white light as it comes to her hand. And the sword itself isn't very ornate or anything. It's just a, a silver, intricate sword. But she, she summons it, and she dashes forward, and she slashes the witch, I guess. If there's any... I, okay. That's about all the flavor I got. Uh, <laughs> and um, how much damage does that do again, too? So it is three harm... Silver and holy. Um, yikes, Aroni. Uh, okay, so that means that it does four damage. Um, and cool. the witch that you hit, yeah, uh, makes an ungodly sound. Not the way that the witch inside is making. It is the sound of like a wounded human being, like someone who is in intense pain. Uh, like a dying animal? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, you've just kind of hack and slashed a living human being. <gasps> and they cry out. Um, and they are still mostly in their position. Um, the circle is shifting a little bit as the other witches around have now turned their attention to Lucy. Um, cool. And uh, the witch that you just took a small chunk out of essentially um has kind of taken a knee but it's still in their spot 
um, the witches are now starting to chant something under their breath. And Lady rain go away. And uh, the thing is, remember that you both sort of deal harm to each other. In yep. this instance, it is that as you are distracted by them chanting and sort of looking around you, um, some sort of floating debris uh, from this hurricane weather uh, comes and strikes you for two harm. <sighs> um, and now we're back inside. Um, and... Uh, Natalie, uh, it's your move. Okay. Okay. Um, is the witch, like, taking... She's taking damage, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, how far gone is she? She's doing better than the person that Lucy just hit, but... You know, I mean, like, they've both taken some damage. Okay. Um... The person outside is definitely closer to death. Okay. Um, the witch is a little over, uh, it's definitely uh, probably about three quarters of the way alive. Um, three quarters. Okay. I wanted to save this for the end, but like, let's get it done. Um, okay. Taking a chance here. Okay. I would like to use the big whammy. Oh man. All right. Read me the big whammy. You can use your powers to kick some ass. Roll plus weird instead of tough. The attack has two harm close, obvious ignore armor. On a miss, you'll get a magical backlash. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and do that move for me. Seven. Plus what? Two. Plus two. Okay, so it's nine. Okay. So uh, you do two damage. Um... And so, is this, is this like, you know, you're sort of like, you know, m- sort of like miming punching and like somehow like the effect hits them or what does this look like? Natalie's whole body is engulfed in like the blue green light mm-hmm. and um, she just like, it's like she's um, like making a huge wave with the energy and just like mm-hmm. pushing it towards like you're sure. playing in the water, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Um, so this sort of large splash slash kind of thing um, hits uh, Kimberly Elizabeth, and she is not super happy. Oh, no. Um, she uh, kind of floats backwards, and she clutches at her neck, and... Uh, with one hand and with the other hand sort of tries to steady herself <gasps> in the air. Um, she looks up and the angrier side is definitely way more present right now. Um, <laughs> Garth, it is your move. Okay, so I already have the gun. Yes, and it is imbued with magic. Do I know... Does Garth already know it's imbued? Uh, sort of. It's like, implied. It's implied because I mean, again, you like you found it. Natalie was nearby, and she did something weird to it. You saw some energy come off of her, and now you have this gun, uh, and like you've been kind of loading it while she did her move, and now you have a fully loaded revolver. That's magic. Okay, Garth, against his better judgment, but is in survival mode, just wants to sh- wants to shoot the witch. The the big one. 
Sure. Okay. Uh, so go ahead <laughs> and use some uh, kick some ass. Oh, I don't have any tough. Like negative or zero? Zero. Okay. Well, I have negative one, so. Just kick my mic. Okay. okay. So go ahead and roll. So I'm I am rolling it now. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, so you shoot it for uh, three damage. I was aiming um, for it for the witch's heart, if that matters. Uh, not exactly. Okay. Uh, she is a ghost. <laughs> um, so uh, that happens, and um, so two things happen, basically simultaneously. Uh, so the damage that happens, right, is that you shoot her, and she is in pain. And ah! Exactly. Both, ah! both Natalie and this creature shriek at the same time in pain, which is obviously very confusing. So as you turn to look at Natalie, you uh, get beamed in the head uh, with a uh, chair that has been floating through the air. Also, uh, furniture. Furniture-based damage. <laughs> well, I mean, you are inside. You know, I'm yes. trying to think of stuff that would be inside of foyer of a hospital. No, absolutely. Uh, I just think it's funny because, because now Garth is going to be opposed to any and all furniture. <laughs> you're going to walk into the, your next haunted house and be like, ha, ha, <laughs> oh god, it's just a chair. And you're going to be like, no, you can't trust those guys. Yep. Um, okay. Um, so one last time, we are outside with Lucy. <sighs> I suppose once again, I compose myself and same, same, same story. Uh, gain, get my bearings straight, find that witch, and just same thing. Dash forward and try to try to finish him off. Try to weaken this hurricane. Hey, that's a ten plus one. Oh, I got an eleven. Amazing. You gain. You can do one of four things. You can either gain the advantage, take one forward. You inflict terrible harm, you suffer less harm, or you force them where you want them. You know, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna suffer less harm. Okay. So yeah. So uh, basically, with this move, you uh, you strike down an innocent living human being. <laughs> Good. I hate humans. Uh, this person is now dead on the ground, with blood pulling out around them, and all of the witches around you cry not like angry or you know pissed or whatever like they're going to attack you they just start crying and that crying then turns to anger Mm -hmm. and every witch outside is now breaking its spot in a circle and it is and they are now starting to come towards Lucy cool inside Simultaneously, the outdoor seal is broken. (gasps) The problem is, is that seal was containing this ghost. Cool. So now this ghost has essentially just amped it up to 11. So that seal wasn't summoning the ghost they were keeping the ghost in it in there 
that ghost, sorry, that seal was essentially controlling that ghost. It was essentially keeping that ghost, for lack of a better term, at bay. Um, right before it happens, Natalie, you hear one last time the whisper. You must break the seal. And then the uh, whisper side is basically no longer present. It is only the angry side, and it is distorting and sort of glitching all around the room. Uh, it's in one spot, and then suddenly it's in another. It's in another. Uh, as it's going, you see something familiar. Hanging around her neck is something that kind of catches some of the very little bit of light in the room. It looks exactly like what is around your neck. Oh, I can't believe I didn't realize until now. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, Garth, you're up. Or Natalie, sorry. Natalie, you're yeah, up. I was gonna My say. bad. Sorry. Um, I realized I was talking to you and then I didn't give you I your move. I was like, what? My bad. So, okay. Natalie. Ooh. Ooh. Can I banish a curse from an object? You can certainly try. I would you, love to do that to the for, choker. Uh, what move is this? So, so first I'm going to say, I'm going to grab my choker. I'm going to grab my neck and be like, Garth, it's the choker. Her choker. We need to destroy it. Uh, choker. I hardly know her. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that was a pretty good Garth impression. Thank you. So what move is this? Though? Is this big magic? Use magic? Or something? It's just yeah. use magic. Okay, use magic. Okay. So uh, you're using magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eight. So, okay. It's an eight. It works imperfectly. Okay, so it does it, but it's it's um it's what weakened. To my choker? No, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna I was like, this. please. It's, it's weakened. So this isn't exactly like a. I don't know how to say this. It's not the real deal, right? Again, she is this ghost. She's this sort of. Yeah. She's like a shadow of what she was. Yeah. Um. And so, because of that, I'll say that that's why it does it works imperfectly. Okay. It's not the true blue item. However, that does somehow seem to be the most solid item on her. Uh, you see a large crack form in this in in the mm-hmm. uh, in her choker, and, and it looks exactly like mine. Yes. Is it the same one? And the gem that is like there, or not the gem, but like the the what what, what do you call it? the jewel? Yeah, like the jewel that's there has a crack in it, and there is a light that is starting to is it the same break through it. Is this... Ah! Garth, it's your turn. Are there any bullets left in the gun? Oh, yeah, you've got five bullets left, my man. Ah, uh, yeah, that's how guns work. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's a revolver, so... Um, yeah, you got six. Garth, I think, is just going to try to aim and try to shoot the choker? Nailed it. All right. Kick some ass. I got a five million thousand. <laughs> uh, That's pretty no, good. Yeah, here we go. Oh my gosh, I got a, a real, a real three, a real one. Luck. Oh boy, for sure. I'm burning it up. Burn Please. up. Okay. Burn up the Please. luck. So, Jordan, you are now at ten luck. Okay. okay. Uh, so this is a twelve. So you get to choose one extra effect. 
take plus one four or plus one for a person. All this stuff is essentially irrelevant. You are going to suffer one less harm. So this move will mean that you will not suffer any harm on this move. Uh, Garth has never, I think, been more accurate in his life with anything. Not even when he yells Kobe and tries <laughs> to sink, you know, like a wet paper towel into the trash can or something. <laughs> this bullet, essentially, you know, Garth almost like closes his eyes and like just the magic of the gun goes off. Can I can I put this into the story as Garth whispers very quietly, um, do it for the booch. Do it. Yes. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. You whisper, do it for the booch, and then the bullet goes off, and we hit slow motion, and the bullet comes out of the chamber and climbs and climbs and climbs, and the witch, who has been focusing on Natalie, who just recently hit her, slowly turns in time to see the bullet come through and bink, and it is almost like a small implosion, right? First, there's a lot of light. And then suddenly it turns inwards, and time freezes for one moment. And she turns to Natalie and says, Thank you. And then we're back in real time, right? We're as it, it, it shatters. And you. Because ah! Natalie, because her. That one actually. Or is it hurt. because it's done? That one actually doesn't hurt. Oh. Um, Never mind! <laughs> and you see, you hear it shriek one last time, and it just sort of uh, dusts in a way, or just sort of slowly fades from existence. Outside, Lucy is withstanding all of these terrible, terrible storms, and all of the witches that were outside, approximately 40 witches, who have now started to gather around Lucy, and Lucy is standing there with a sword, kind of like, oh, okay, um, and then... So, as soon as they start encircling me, I can teleport. Well, before you even have a chance to... Listen! <laughs> before yeah. Lucy even has a chance to, the skies suddenly start to let up, and the witches stop, Mm -hmm. And they all sort of stumble. Some of them completely fall over. Some of them just drop to a knee. And people start of, sort of start to come to. And they look around. And uh, perhaps maybe you have teleported out. Right? Because I met Lucy's MO was just get out there, kill one of them teleport back if sure. anything she was she wanted to get back there to help with the other witch so, as well so you teleported back in just in time to see the shattering and the little yeah. moment as in like that that would be that was her right directive sure so they've all collapsed and they are freaking out they are all looking around very confused uh they are all soaking wet they are drenched but like they obviously had not noticed before um they find their fallen comrade dead on the ground <laughs> Um, they, some of them, the ones that know her are crying over her body. Um, the others are tending to each other, trying to figure out how they got there. 
And now there's two final moments in this arc. From further down the hall, in the shadows, we see John. And John simply shakes his head and says, I'll get her next time. And then he steps backwards through a hell gate, which then closes behind him. And the final moments here are as the three of you are consoling each other and trying to figure things out. Terry, Danvers. Terry, Terry's okay. <laughs> Danvers, to answer your question, Danvers had collapsed to the floor. He no longer is blue. The veins are slowly starting to come back to normal color. Uh, Danvers had been under possession. I had kind of actually forgotten about him during the fight. That's my bad. He was supposed to attack a few people. <laughs> He had a little bit of electric powers because she had sort of tortured him. That was why he couldn't talk. His mouth was numb because he had had a little electrodes on his head. Uh, um, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So she kind of tortured him and hmm. he's still not doing great. He's kind of got like a weird mumble at this point. Yeah, she did. She did some damage to him. Um, also, and, his jaw is dislocated, but. Eh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like. <laughs> That's. Uh, <laughs> oh. Words missing. Either one. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um. Danvers, though, is on the ground and, and not doing great. Terry is still just unconscious. Terry's been out for this whole thing. He's dreaming about meatball subs. He's fine. <laughs> As the three of you are sort of gathering together to kind of be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that worked or whatever. We did it for the booch. <laughs> yes. Lucy, your phone goes off. You have received a text message. It takes me like five minutes of fumbling around with it to finally like figure out how to how to open it. Uh, you open it, and there is a message from Dr. Yeah. Hank Mansfield. It simply says, things got messy. Sorry, I'll do it in his voice. Things got messy over here. Um, I'm heading back to the bunker, and I have company. Um, so be ready for that. Lucy, I'm going to need you back here ASAP. Have you finished what you're doing? What do you say? She's probably very blunt. It's like loose ends to tie up and then send. Okay. Um, what, I'll say this. What do you say to them? Uh, basically I, I, uh, cause at this point it, she, she, she would, she would approach or she would lead with something along the lines of, <sighs> Now, I implore both of you, as you can see, our job here isn't done. There are still, uh, tasks that that have been left, uh, incomplete. There are villains out there that we still need to apprehend. This world has been sent into chaos, and as I have alluded to, it is my job to- uh, I should do the voice. It is my job to set them back straight. So... I would like to ask nicely for you two to accompany me back to, uh, I suppose my superiors. Natalie, what is your response? Let's go. Garth, what is your response? So Lucy's just asking us to go back with her. Yes. 
I'm not formally asking you to, to be a part of anything bigger than you wish to be a part of. I simply wish to ask you both a couple more questions. This past 24 or 36 hours have been rather stressful and very, very quick. So, if, if you wouldn't mind, somewhere a little more refined, I'd say, than a, than a Mama Java's, uh, we can sit down, talk formally, figure things out, and then you can both go about your ways as you so as you may choose. No offense, but for a person who can teleport out of buildings and who has wings, and you've had a stressful day, I'm a regular person. So I would say I'm okay for right now. You can call me. You can send me a text message. You can email me. You can follow my blog. But I'll just say, call me if you need me. Because I need to go to bed for a couple of days. And as you say that, Lucy puts her hands on both of your shoulders. And as the last couple of words escape your mouth... You know, it's sort of like you blink and you're saying those last couple of words and suddenly you are sitting in a chair in a room that is completely square and there are cameras facing you. All right, now I'll be back in one minute. You both make yourself comfortable. And Lucy walks out and then as she's walking away, she's like, now I'm going to go take my shower. You have no idea what just happened and the next thing you know... A door opens up, and a man that you have never seen before, Garth, steps in. And he says, Okay, well, seems as if I was not the only one who brought in some loose ends. I know this might be uncomfortable, but I'm gonna need you to start from the beginning. <laughs> 